0: Welcome to Insurance Uncovered, the first podcast to bring you insurance news and an inside perspective from thought leaders in the property casualty insurance industry. Insurance Uncovered is produced by the National Association of Mutual Insurance Companies. Hello everyone, I'm Kathy Inus. Today we're uncovering a first for drones, the test flight approved by the FAA that could be a major step forward for the insurance industry. And, it's a part of the problem, but also a solution. How cell phones can help insurers curb distracted driving. Plus, we talk with NAMIC's award in innovation winner, MMG Insurance, about the company's secret sauce to attracting young talent. The Federal Aviation Administration has approved the first drone flight beyond the operator's line of sight, a change that NAMIC has been advocating for for years. Drone flights are currently required to remain in the pilot's field of vision, which has always limited insurers' ability to assess damage following a hurricane or other natural disaster. The test flight was conducted this week by the University of Fairbanks, Alaska over an oil pipeline, not over people, which would require an additional permission from the FAA. Distracted drivers injure more than 1,000 Americans every day. While there are multiple forms of distraction, cell phone usage has been identified as the primary contributor to the problem. But some say phones can also be part of the solution. Arity says the mobile phone is a relevant and meaningful tool that insurers can use in three important ways. To identify distraction, to engage drivers on the behavior, and to contribute to the end of distracted driving. Senior data science consultant, Kyle Schmidt, says there are many ways to leverage information from the operating system, but consumers may not be open to everything.
1: Number one, there's the motion and fitness permission. This one's iOS specific. This is how iOS requests access to the sensors on the phone. On Android, you get access to this information without explicit permission. This permission has been a standard for fitness and mobility apps for many years, so there is a level of comfort from the consumer standpoint. Bluetooth. On iOS, you must request this permission to receive updates about Bluetooth connections. For instance, to help detect hands-free usage. This permission is less standard, so it may be something to avoid if you can. Phone. On Android, you need this permission to get access to information about incoming and outgoing calls. This permission is listed as dangerous by Google, meaning it may be at risk for removal in the future. Many customers will not opt opt into this permission, so be careful about building a UBI program dependent on this permission. SMS. On Android, you need this permission to get updates about incoming and outgoing messages, such as texts. This is even more sensitive. On both platforms, the microphone permission is required to get access to microphone information. For instance, could you use this to identify radio or conversation, both mild forms of distraction? As you might imagine, Customers are very wary of this
0: permission. For more information about the cost of distracted driving and what can be done to address the problem, visit NAMIC.org and check out NAMIC's virtual events to view the presentation on demand. As the insurance industry faces the challenge of attracting new and diverse talent amid an aging workforce, one company's innovative approach to addressing the talent gap might just be the secret sauce. On today's Unscripted, Chuck Chamness talks with MMG Insurance President and CEO Larry Shaw about how the company attracts millennials to its employee base.
2: Well, we're talking about innovation today on Unscripted, and joining me is the CEO of this year's NAMIC Award in Innovation winner, Larry Shaw from MMG Insurance. Welcome, and thanks for sitting down with us today, Larry. Well, thank
3: you, Chuck. Uh, glad to be here, and we're very honored be named the winner in innovation today.
2: Well, we are uh, excited to talk about it because I think uh, you know your company's uh, creativity and, and those things that you did that uh, earned the award uh, are not only great for MMG, but I think they're the kind of things that a lot of companies can uh, replicate. Uh, maybe we could even copy, you know, because uh, it's a sincerest form of flattery when uh, great ideas are used in other places. So, you know, as we look at kind of the topic and and, um, the area where your company um, worked to win the award, um, you know, it's around the kind of career evolution. It's about attracting young professionals to the industry. And this has obviously been a big uh, focus, not only for your company, but for all of our members in the industry. So maybe um, to start out, let me just talk about... um, you know, why is it so important to you and to uh your company, this uh you know, identifying, finding and attracting and retaining talent?
3: Well, Chuck, let me start. We we got in a situation, and it actually was about five years ago, where we were starting to see the demand uh that we we're gonna have for certain types of talent uh across the company really, and what we we're gonna do about it. And being in a rural location Uh, It's very challenging because underwriters, claims adjusters, actuaries don't grow on trees and we had a good run of developing in-house our talent but realized that we are going to have to attract more uh, from outside. So really we set out uh, to change our approach and try a whole host of uh, different kinds of designs. And one was... Uh, to really get into high schools, colleges, uh, create an intern program to let uh, these individuals take a look under the hood, so to speak, at what goes on in an insurance company. Uh, We were finding it extremely difficult to describe what we do. We we all love the business and love what we do, but it's very difficult to put in a five-sentence description so that they would understand it. And what we started seeing right off quick is the more time they spent in the company and really experienced what goes on, the more they got excited about uh, the potential of a, of a career
2: in insurance. And isn't that the key where you talk about how to describe all the variety of jobs that are available in an insurance company? You don't just say, come work for the insurance company you learn to speak the language that gives them a more specific idea of what they'll be doing and why it's important. Exactly, exactly and, and
3: there, there's so many different jobs that require so many different talents so it's, it's quite broad but one of the things we set out to do with the intern program is to actually give them meaningful work, not just do some of the sort of runaround kinds of summer job activities But to truly bounce from department to department, work at a desk, have a role, uh, among other sort of experiences. And that really sort of gave them that feel uh,
2: for what an underwriter does, Mm -hmm. maybe what the accounting department does. And that's worked out really well for us. Well, and your company is in Presque Isle, Maine. Uh, You know, it's a Mere dog sled ride away from Canada. It's in the far northeast corner, in the beautiful woods up there. Uh, but you're not alone in our membership. I mean, companies are now working to attract, you know, the next generation of their uh, talent into, you know, McPherson, Kansas, or Owatonna, Minnesota. The big company in a small town is a thing among our members. And so it sounds like you've kind of focused on those people that are already there and know your community and are interested in staying and committing to it, and explaining what it means to others who might want to uh, locate to a place like Presque Isle.
3: Yeah, and and I think it is something, you mentioned this very early on in the discussion, that that can be copied, because I, I think the way I look at it, this is everybody in the industry's sort of responsibility. We've all got to introduce insurance uh, so that those college uh, graduates start to consider our industry and, and don't just automatically push us aside because of preconceived ideas. So I think, I think this kind of an approach, looking for any avenue whatsoever to, to let somebody uh, get a look at what we've done, what we're doing, the more we do that across, across the country especially out in the rural areas like Presque Isle, Maine I think will be helpful because what we're finding is in in our area they don't necessarily think about staying if they don't think there's an opportunity available for a career. Once they see that then they start getting more excited about maybe staying uh, where they grew up.
2: Right. Well I have to give you credit here and this is uh, a few years ago but uh, you know, your intern program that you've already referenced, um, I think it was a project that you assigned the interns, it was a video, it was, I had to describe it as kind of an office style, funny, creative, uh, well-produced, uh, and it made the Wall Street Journal. In fact, uh, you know, Kathy Imus, our Vice President of Public Affairs, I know, was working with the reporter, and, and she wanted examples of uh, companies like our members attracting a new generation, and, and she focused, you know, very much on your story, so um, You know, congratulations for uh, that—the national attention and for that kind of intern creativity that generated a really amazing piece, which we showed at one of our—I think it was management conference a few years ago. Yeah,
3: yeah. It. This uh, is—I'm shocked—and this is just a group, uh, some of our full-time employees uh, coming up with this kind of an idea, which continues. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually have an intern group had them last week. We had. Uh, three different agencies bring their interns into our company and they're from around the state and they spend uh, a full day and a half getting to know each other going through different kinds of uh, talks but their big task is to create another video Mm -hmm. and I guess this one is is going to be really good this year too I can't wait to see it but I'm just amazed at what they come up with and then how good the videos come out because they're all tied to exploring what goes on in our industry.
2: Um, so, well, I hope you'll send me a link to it when you uh, get it. But uh, you know, really, it goes beyond in terms of you know what you were recognized for here and what you're doing at the company. It goes beyond internships. I mean, it's really a a total approach uh, to you know career and career design and evolution. So maybe you can talk a little bit about how that works at the, at MMG.
3: Well. This is, this is getting more and more focus all the time um, because we've had um, such success in attracting new talent in. We've hired 150 new people over the last five years, which uh, really is far beyond our expectations when we, when we took this on as a challenge. However, once you have them in, how, how do we create the best experience for them to recognize their potential? So that there's a technical side to this, but there's also leadership development, and a, and a whole host of introductions to the company widely. But one of the things that we've supported at a local university is called the Young Professionals Institute, and it's it's other young, um, just getting started professionals in other industries, all getting together, learning from each other, experimenting and exploring different areas of of development Um, and that's been very very helpful. Um, So we really just are always trying to think of the next opportunity to introduce um, and and really speed up the potential. One of the things that Millennials um, have is that desire to to make an impact quicker And, and we know the old traditional ways of training Employees and putting all that time in just isn't going to cut it to keep them excited about what they're what they're doing. So we're really trying to speed that up and and keep them, you know, really motivated to continue to learn.
2: How's it been? Um, you have a, a dedicated workforce of existing employees who maybe have come along that way. How do they view the kind of? Um, developments here around career planning and the onboarding of the new new staff? Well uh, this I think it
3: falls in the category of uh, the rising sort of tide raises all ships Mm -hmm. Uh, because you can't have a um, it isn't just opportunity for the young millennial Uh, with the company growing and, and becoming more sophisticated and complex that's created opportunities for everybody so we've been able to, to really generate that culture that, uh, from a team perspective that everybody's in it together. And that, uh, you know, they get excited about teaching and passing on information to others. And, and really it, it's, it's been an environment that, uh, that everybody's pretty excited about.
2: So it helps all the way around. Um, Of course, it's driven by, and I guess we should state this, but when you have a great company delivering great results, growing, I mean those are all ingredients that are clearly um, a prerequisite in many ways to the kinds of creative approach you have then to the workforce that you're applying. Yeah, that's that's a great point,
3: Chuck. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we take that for granted, but Mm -hmm. I I do remember a big uh, getting over a line with us was tied to knowing we were going to hire Say ten people a year, eight to ten people a year, because you could have the, all these great designs. But if it took you three years before you had an open position, um, it sort of lost its uh, its appeal. But by being successful, growing, going to different areas of the, you know, uh, different states, all of that has provided individuals more and more opportunity.
2: Um, what advice do you have for other? Uh, Insurance leaders in our membership, I mean, they're all struggling with this at some level. Uh, you know, the talent issue generally. Attracting millennials, which I also have, have read in your submission that you've increased the number of millennial employees from 21% in 13 to 38% uh, last year. So I guess what advice do you have? And also, if in part of that, uh, you could a- answer whether uh, the actual office environment, as in furniture or setups and and cubicle wall height and all those things has been a factor as well.
3: Uh, that's an interesting Because I question. hear about that
2: a lot and I see it now in companies that are building new headquarters or renovating or just putting new furniture in because they say it's part of the ingredient to attract the millennial.
3: Well, I think where I would start for advice for for other companies and, and uh, individuals in these roles is what I've learned over time is you've got to be wide open in this situation, you've got to be willing to really be flexible and explore a whole host of, of sometimes uncomfortable concepts. Uh, obviously, the office design matters uh, because of the whole shift into more team-oriented solution building, mm-hmm. uh, collaborative working, collaborative experience. working experiences. All of that is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing, but your technology has to. Your technology can't be from from twenty years ago. We have to consider flexible work schedules. We have to consider people working from home, um, in and, and, and a whole host of combinations of, of different approaches. And I think I think that's the big thing for me is is just to stay wide open and not try to take today's world and funnel it in funnel it into the way we did it 15 years ago.
2: So Larry, obviously MMG is a mutual insurance company, our members are mutuals. How does that play into uh, attracting new talent, millennials uh, today? Well Chuck, I I think it's one of these things that's
3: converging right at uh, the right time. We we know that millennials are, are very interested, not only in their opportunity, but they're really interested in what that business or the company they join what the community involvement is and, and what we're all doing out there. Um, Whether and, it has
2: a purpose, you know, what do you do that makes a difference?
3: Right, right. And and I think once they understand sort of why mutuals exist and, and, and what our mission really is, and then tie that into the community, uh, I, I think it's one of those times where the pushing of, of real, the real sort of beauty of being a mutual is going to come into focus uh, for employees more more than it has in the past.
2: They are, I mean, look at social networks and communities and also kids who've grown up in the uh, Great Recession have seen the disruption in their families, so stability is also a factor that uh, is offered by our, our member companies.
3: It really is. I mean, we we, you know, we we're designed to withstand sort of those ups and downs Uh, we don't have to meet uh, quarterly earning expectations Uh, I think we can be much more open and transparent with our employees uh, in in explaining approaches or um, direction or decisions and 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 I think think it gives us a chance to really develop um, a culture uh, where everybody knows where where we're driving the bus.
2: Well, that's a it's uh, a great point to end on. A um, little bit about the the mutual impact and uh, and the search for a next generation of talent. Again, Larry, congratulations on receiving the NAMIC Award in Innovation, and for all the work you're doing on employee recruitment and retention and, and really helping designing uh, 21st century careers. Well,
3: thank you, Chuck. And uh, uh, we're again very honored with with the recognition and. Uh, Really excited about what the future holds.
0: NAMIC also wants to do its part to support young talent interested in the insurance industry. The NAMIC Mutual Insurance Foundation Scholarship is available to undergraduates pursuing a degree related to risk management and insurance. If you would like to donate or know of someone who would like to apply for the scholarship, head to NAMIC.org for more information. And that's a wrap for this episode of Insurance Uncovered. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and we hope you'll keep tuning in as we return with more insurance news and information on August 21st. If you have a topic or issue you'd like us to uncover, don't hesitate to let us know. You can always send us an email at uncoveredatnamic.org. Until next time, I'm Kathy Imus. Have a great day.